What up, what up, what up? This your boy Kojak, and I'm sitting here with an artist that I got put on by by a guy named Tapper, who we had on the show before, named Lamar Trace. What up, what up? And uh, first, I, I want to just say that the first song I heard from you was, uh, I believe, 1998 yeah. that you put out. And uh, I think, I don't know if that was like three or six months ago, I heard that. And I loved that song. And um, I started getting on all your music. So I've heard everything you posted. And uh, I'm a huge fan of what you got going on right now. I feel that with the right exposure, a lot of people will get to know who, who you are behind. Because, I mean, I mean, everybody know you from school. Everybody know you from what you did then. But they don't know you rap. Yeah, that's nice. And you actually don't. Probably, to be honest with you, your wordplay and your style is probably the best in Peoria. It's nobody in Peoria really doing the stuff you doing and your style. So I just want to give you a special shout out for that. So um, what uh, made you decide to rap? It was like, like I said, like, you know, people knew me from school. Like, it was kind of something that was like under wraps since like middle school. Like, I just kind of like on the low. I think it started... I was back in like back in like seventh grade. Like I mean, I, like I was good at like writing short stories and like poems and stuff. It was honestly like I was listening to, like Fifty Cent in the game, you know. And I was just kind of like you know it kind of stuck out like oh I can do that. You know yeah. What I'm saying? Like, it was like oh yeah, you know. Like I heard that and I was like oh I can do that, so I kind of just started. I just started writing like little rhymes and whatnot, and it kind of turned into it wasn't something that I seriously like recognized I was like really good at. Until like the end of high school, like kind of like fresh out of high school. So you kind of late bloomer in a way. Yeah, like I was like, yeah. like people like gave me props, but like I kind of like picked up on it and was like, man, like I could like really good at this. So I was like, man, like, you know, I was kind of stuck with it. And like, uh, like I said, you know, people knowing me from here and knowing me from school, like that's the kind of hard part about locally. Yeah, it's kind of like a staple, like on your progress, cause like yeah. people know you and kind of like and everybody seen you grow up. Yeah, and stuff. That's why I don't, I don't see why a lot of rappers, you know, play the the gun killing and stuff, cause like a lot of people know you, yeah. so they know you ain't about that. They know you grew up in a household with two parents, exactly. went to Notre Dame. Was a basketball school chess team. You ain't got to yeah, you got to act like that. There's a lot of rappers like that. But you spoke on Fifty Cent, like that's. As far as to my knowledge, that's the first artist I've heard through music. Like I don't, I was in my dad's car and he was playing "Get Rich or Die Trying." That was the first music I think I've ever heard. And I th- that was like my brother was like maybe four at the time or something. He knew every word to it. He was playing in CD player all the time. So I think our generation really had to grow up on that because yeah. Yeah. it was Jay Z was. Popping, but he wasn't in. He didn't know what was he was saying at the time. Even though that's the goat to me, that's my favorite rapper. But I definitely do understand the Fifty Cent comparison. And uh, what was your inspirations to pursue it? Because some people would just rap, yeah. And then they had that stigma, oh, they not good. But you, you sticking with it? Yeah, it was. I'll probably say my biggest, my biggest thing was was uh, fresh out of high school, like. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out like what did I exactly want to do with my life. Like that's, yeah. you know, like that's like one of the more serious times, you know, like kind of like, like I went through like that ICC booklet, 
mm-hmm. for like all the careers. Yep. And like I stayed at that booking <laughs> yeah. for like two weeks. I'm like, everybody man, like, did that. I was like, man, like I don't know, like what the heck. And then one day, like uh, I met Polo, the producer from around here, and I went to the studio with him and like I recorded like a song. And he was one of the first things that kind of made me take it like on a serious level. Like, yeah, he real serious with it. And so I was kind of like. And he kind of told me, like, he heard me come to the studio. Like, I was done recording, and he's like, man, he's like, you, you good. He's like, and I don't say that to everybody. He's like, you could really go somewhere with this. And I was like, oh, for real? And I think we put the, put the icing on the cake is, what year was that? The Club Paradise Tour, Drake. Okay. That was the first concert I ever went to. Ah, uh, so you used one of those. You went like, to a concert. Yeah, like, and Kendrick Lamar was opening for him, and mm. Drake performed. Dang. And uh, this was back before, like, yeah, this before was, the good kid yeah. in the city, you know what I'm saying? This was, I was still a huge fan of Kendrick. Is this was so far gone, Drake? Uh, yeah, yeah. That was, oh. Like, oh, that was, uh, yeah, that was, that wasn't so far gone, Drake. That was right before Take Care Drop. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was, like, right before Take Care Drop. Yeah, like, man, like, this dude walked out on stage, and when I say, like, I don't know, like, it's hard way to explain it. Like, have you ever heard something so loud that it was silent? Yeah, okay. Like, that's the way the crowd was. And it was like, and when I saw that, and like, it was like he had like so much influence, so much control. Like, it was an emotional moment for me. Like, I ain't trying to sound soft, but like, that jump yeah. was like emotional. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, like, I want to do that. Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? And so ever since then, it's just been like. Yeah, you was in the crowd, you was like, I want to be on stage. Yeah. yeah. That's how uh, King Los got his inspiration. Yeah. He went to a concert and felt the same way. So with that being said, that's tough though. Just because like I ain't never heard nobody like come from that inspiration. A lot of people come from like listening to music, or nowadays it's just a hustle. You know what I'm saying? Who knows if they really love it or not? You actually had an emotional connection with the artist through a concert. So that's that's real different. You the first person I ever heard say that. That is tough. So like. With you mentioning Drake, like is that one of your um, styles of rap? That's I, f- I feel like I've picked up on a lot of style over since I started. I remember when I first started, like uh, it was kind of during, like I said, it was during that the game. That was when Wayne first was kind of like just starting to really, yeah, Wayne and them. Well, he was already popping, but like that's when he first like started bringing Drake in and Young Money himself was really yeah. popping. And I went through that stage and like. I remember like, I go back and look at some of the stuff I write, it was like straight metaphors. Like, you know, like no really lyrical content. It was yeah. like metaphors at all costs type yeah. rap, you know what I'm saying? And like, and then I went through, I went through my, you know, Drake phase where, you know, I was trying to write like Drake and write like, you know, and I ain't afraid to like say nothing like that. Cause, like, that's your progression as an artist, yeah. especially as a kid, you know, as a kid like that. And I, I went through a lot of different styles that like, you pick up on stuff. I don't really feel like I, it really came into myself until probably, probably, probably like the last like two or three years. Mm. Like I feel like it's when I really, uh, cause it comes a point where you start to take the art so seriously, you start to tie, tie your own life into it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I pull from so many things. I pull from conversations I have with people. You know what I'm saying? I pull from emotions that I'm going through. But like I say, like I don't know, my style is like. Conscious, aggressive, like, I don't know, shit talking. Yeah. 
Cause like on every song you put out that I heard, it's all different. Like the way you rap on it, your tone of your voice and the content is different from every song. And one of your songs you even mentioned that people from Peoria they trying to um, act like it's Chirac. You said you said Pyrax. You had a line that ended with Pyrax, and then you went into this P town, not Chirac. And like that's what I I'll be preaching here. Like even though we got a lot of stuff going on now. As far as killing and stuff, we gotta have our own identity. We can't just try to latch on to what they got going on, cause we, at the end of the day, we're not gonna be accepted. That's why nobody here really popped off. Mm-hmm. And like I've had conversations with other artists, and it's like we don't know what it takes, cause we don't have a blueprint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So everybody just trying new things, and it's like, when are you gonna try to be yourself when you making music? Exactly. And see if that works before you just pull from. You know, the little babies, the little herbs, the chiefs, even though he kind of L.A.-ish now, yeah. you know, in a way. I don't really, he's not really, he's Chicago, but he can't even go back. Yeah. So it's like, how much more can he pull out of there if he ain't there? And even his sound change, he's starting to have like, sometimes his sound remind me of like, I think he's trying to pull away from that because yeah. the drill music, it's a sound now, but it's like we had, you know, we had the trap, we had turn up, got the drill, but it's like everybody going to have a wave. Eventually it's going to die down and we'll see who can last. You know what I'm saying? So it, like, even like, I think Lil Herb, to me personally, Lil Herb and Lil Bibby are going to last Cause even on Ballin' Like I'm Kobe He sounded different A lot of people don't like it But I was like It was a more put together experience He had more samples His content was different A lot of people don't like that Faisalan he was raw He was uncut He just was doing it That was his first mixtape Same with Bibby So I feel those two are gonna last And I mean look at Dirk He put out an album You know what I'm saying A lot of people forget about that He put out an album And it was you could say drill, but yeah, it was. I think Dirk, like I don't know, Dirk. I feel like Dirk was drilled back, you know, when he first came out. Yeah, he's an auto tune now. Yeah, that, that auto tune. Like, I mean, I ain't a huge he melodizing. Fan of, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't really. It's cool. Like I think a lot of people gotta give T Pain. Yeah, even though he wasn't the first, it was another dude that was the first. I forgot his name. Yeah, but like I but, feel like T Pain was like. You know what I'm saying? I feel like T-Pain was the person who, like, brought it in. Like, he was, like, like yeah. the pioneer. Like, he's the person who pushed it out to the masses. Like, you know, yeah. a lot of people, you know, I guess, like, I guess the best way to put it, like, like Drake said, it's not about who did it first, it's about who did it right. Yeah. I feel like T-Pain did it, you know, in the yeah. right way. Like, he pushed it to the masses. And he masses. could actually sing. Yeah. And he uses it the right way. Like, people yeah. using it now, they don't use it the right way. He just used it to enhance a little bit. And he used it backwards or something like that. I remember saying in the interview. So he was... He was probably for this generation's too. Well, not this generation, not my brothers, but like when we was kids, mm-hmm. T-Pain had T-Pain. hundreds of songs. He had hits all over the place. That dude did, like, there's very few people that I could say caught a wave that was like 80% features. Yeah. T-Pain was probably the first person to do it, and then after him, like, it didn't really happen to like the 2 chains era. Yeah, when 2 chains hopped on everybody's song, and we ain't really heard him since. (laughs) Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, and it's crazy, because, like, it's like, man, like, there was a time where, like, I remember, like, listening to the radio one day, and I listened to, like, 10 songs in a row, and I swear to God, eight of them songs had T-Pain. Yeah. Like, I was like, 
this dude out here. I'm trying to think. It, every artist, there's a lot of artists that did that. Um, T-Pain did it. Uh, Wayne did it. Oh, yeah. Um, remember after the Rihanna situation when Chris Brown decided to come back, he was on everybody's song. Uh, then 2 Chains. He, his his is probably besides because we got social media now we really have with T Pain mm-hmm. Two Chains was crazy Two Chains that dude was on every song <laughs> and then he put out an album you ain't heard from him since yeah. no he put out a mixtape on Dat Piff yeah I saw that um, it went platinum on Dat Piff but he ain't do no promo or nothing for it so with them who's your uh your top five top five you could you could go cause I ask everybody you can go all time. You can go today. You can go dead or alive. That's okay. All time. All time. All time probably the hardest one because, like, I say all time. Uh, you gotta put him in there. Um, gotta put hold. Last few, I ain't saying that they greater as lyricists, but these are just some of my favorite people that I'm gonna put. Like, um, I feel like Rock Young, like Monster. Um, the other spots come up for grabs. I see. I just say, like, Black Thought. Got big in mind, but pocket yeah, isn't in my top five. Like, like big, like I personally, like I tell people, I'm a like I'm a big person. I mean, I love Pac's death. I love it to death. But like, I feel like Big was just a monster. The flow, like the wordplay, like Big was so ahead of his time. Yeah. Like, it was ridiculous. Like Big would have stayed relevant all the way up until now if he was still alive. Yeah. Big would have stayed relevant through the crunk era, through the turn up era, through Pac on the other hand. I don't know. Yeah. You know, through the 2000s, because he had made it through, you know what I'm saying, 2001 to 2009. Yeah. Because that was the era. The only really lyricists we had in the game was what, Ho? Yeah. And even even Ho, he retired mm-hmm. came back. Exactly. Really, the early 2000s, that was all 50 Cent. Yeah. 50 Cent had his run. T.I. started to buzz yep. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Wayne started to take off. It's like, I don't know. Probably but them all different regions, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. So he could have game started, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, with his movement. And then, so like, Pac would have had some comp there. Like, I don't know, and then it's just. And then today, today, Cole Kendrick, most definitely. Um, I gotta put, you gotta put Drake in there. I can't act like, can't yeah. put Drake in there. Like, it's just, it's inevitable. Um, and then. Probably say, cause really out of them three, it gets so tricky once you start to trickle down. Yeah. Uh, yay. 
possibly make it into that. By the time it's all done, make it to that top five all the time. Um, and then, I'm going to throw my boy Sean in there. Yeah. Big Sean. My top five today, I've already did top five of all time. My top five today would be, and I, I can go order. I go J. Cole, I go Kendrick, I go Drake, I go Big Sean, then I go ASAP Rocky. Okay. I loved ASAP's project, besides Holy Ghost, which is the first song on there. Mm-hmm. I hated that song. I got I got what he was trying to do, but when I first heard it, I was just like, what the fuck is this? It was a lot of, holy God. <laughs> I, just, I wasn't feeling it, but... After I've hit this to a couple times, I actually started to like it. But I've been, I started loving Drake when I was in middle school. Mm-hmm. First song I heard of his was Replacement Girl on MySpace with Trey Songs. That was the very first song. And like, I liked all his music. I liked uh, Comeback Season. I liked uh, So Far Gone. And then when he got into the industry, that first year he was cool, cause it's over still a classic. Dude. Yeah, I love yeah, that song. But now I like his music now, but I don't know if he's writing it. I don't know. It's, it's so much like, like he's a superstar. Don't get me wrong. No one is gonna challenge him because he has the fans. Like my little brother, he don't care if he writes your lyrics or not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We care about that. So like. Is if you go up against him, it's a lose lose regardless because he can put out Hotline Blink Dance and everybody go crazy. So it's a lose lose if you go challenge him. Like my thing with Drake, Drake used to be, Drake used to be my, Drake was probably my favorite artist in the middle school, all into the beginning of high school. First time I heard Drake was, first of all, like, I've been messing with Drake since he was Aubrey. This is before rap. I yeah. was a fan of the Well, yeah, I watched the yeah, like, too. I was, I was, and I, it was funny because I remember, I don't know if you remember the episode where Kid Rock was on the grass. I probably would. And uh, I've, I've seen Drake was all out of the crowd. He was like, he was like, I'm his hair, whatnot. Like, he had like a couple of music scenes. And I was like, yeah, he did. I was like, yeah, man, it'd be crazy. In my head, I was like, man, it'd be crazy if he like could rap. Yeah. And then I hopped on MySpace one day. And, he was. And I, I heard, uh, what was it, uh, um, room for improvement mm-hmm. And I was like Dude this dude rap And so like I just became And at the time He wasn't my favorite My favorite rapper back then I ain't gonna lie Was the game Yeah. The game was like The game was like My fantasy Like I wanted to be The game Like I was like Cause the game was like You know Cause first of all He came in This dude tried to dismantle The biggest rapper Of that time Yeah. And like in my eyes I was like This dude was like he a savage Like you know what I'm saying <laughs> Like the G You not moving everything yeah. But like Drake Like I really messed with him uh, All the way into high school Like I kinda got mad When everybody tried to hop on him During the ransom thing I was like Yeah I was like man I've been listening to dude Yeah like, that, that's when everybody Yeah I, I, That's why I like I hate when people uh, Pull that with J. Cole too Cause I was on J. Cole early When he released Simba Yeah Which was uh, It was a music video he did and I had started showing people that in high school, but before that, I liked who that. Mm-hmm. Like, he had some hits already, too. Like, and he came from um, North Carolina. Originally from Germany, though. But yeah. Came to North Carolina. And then he went to college and just was that, trying to make it that way. J. Cole, like, I feel like. I would most definitely say J. Cole is probably my favorite artist in Instagram. I think he can. I think he connects with the people yeah, more, it's, it's, even without. 
the major hits. Mm-hmm. But I think he can make Drake type hits. He just he just don't. It's not his don't style. style like Same with Kendrick. Yeah. Like they don't they their mentality is on a whole nother level than Drake. Drake's he can make a hit by sneezing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And the thing about it is, like people don't realize, like their mindsets are so different. Like the thing about it is, like honestly, Kendrick and Cole, they don't care about making like mainstream hits. Like they don't like. Of course, the music artists they go jump. But the one thing about it is, Drake wants to be the best. Yeah. He 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 craves it. Like it's like if Drake doesn't go down as like the best hip hop artist of the modern age, like it's, like, it's gonna hurt his feelings. Because you know yeah. I mean, listen to his lyrics. I was just listening to. Uh, what is it? What a time to be alive. Yeah. He was in 30 for 30. Yeah, like, no, it was the, it was the one, uh, scholarships. Oh, God. He said, uh, I rock Kentucky Blue. Yeah. You know? Yeah. What'd he say? He's like, uh, I need acknowledgement. Yep. If you, he's like, what'd he say? I need acknowledgement. If I got it, then tell me I got it then. Like, that yeah. lyric right there shows, like, how, how much this dude needs to be recognized as, like, one of the greatest. Like, that's yeah. all he cares about. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, Kendrick, on the other hand, I mean, he, him and Cole, Cole don't care. I think Drake like he wants people to tell him the best and uh, Kendrick and J. Cole they work to, to the point where you gotta acknowledge they the best and I think they're, those two are better artists than Drake cause, cause I don't if Drake don't write and, and that's the thing like, that, that hurts it's, Cause like A lot of people are like Oh I don't, they don't care the Biggest crime If Jay Z Didn't write his lyrics I would cry It's the biggest crime like, you I would get, cry like, If Jay Z didn't write his lyrics And the thing about it is Like of course You can get away with that In pop Of course you can get away with that Because people are known For getting their music written Yeah but I don't, like, Beyonce hip-hop. don't even write her own song Yeah I was like I was like This is hip hop I was like This came from like this is self-made. Like, this came from like the people yeah. who were spitting it. It's like that's one of the biggest crimes you can ever commit. That's part of the reason why I kind of fell off as a fan a little bit. Like yeah. especially when the when everything started coming out, Quentin Miller stuff, and this, this, that. Like people kind of like listen. Yeah. And, like, and I heard the songs, and Quentin is terrible. Like he if he he can write, but when you heard him rap, his had no delivery. It was all over the place. <laughs> That's all it was. I just was like, yeah, I, I think I would like to have Drake said it too. Like, because you know. I still listen to his music and mm-hmm. stuff, and I appreciate me coming at him. But did, the, but did you hear the backstory of everything? So I'm guessing, because it was a report that DJ Academics put out, where you know who Summer P is. Summer P. You, you, I know you don't know her personally, but like, you heard Drake has mentioned Summer P in a lot of his songs. Yeah. yeah. That. Was DJ um, Drama's wife that he was mentioning, and I guess Meek Mill reached out to Quentin to do some work with him. My thing is, when I heard that, I was like, "Do some work with him? Was he finna write for you or something?" So then, DJ the reference tracks DJ Drama gave those to Meek, but DJ Drama denies it, but. You had them, yeah. you know what I'm saying? He gave those to Meek. That's how all that started. Wow. And then uh, Meek was mad because that Rico verse, he Drake didn't write. Mm-hmm. But my thing was, people forgot that that song Drake did with YG. He didn't write that verse. That whole verse was from an old rapper, and he sued him and and won. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about that. Like that didn't happen. So when I heard when I heard that. That's when I started looking at his his uh, work. Like, hold on, I don't know what this man writing or not. Mm-hmm. But like, charged up, he wrote. 
Yeah. That was, that was old Drake. Yeah, you can tell it's... 30 for 30 he wrote. That was old Drake. And then you mentioned um, What a Time to Be Alive. How did you feel about that project? I bumped it. I'm one of those people I got listening to something a few times too. Yeah. I... You bought it? Nah, Nobody buys. I bought. I buy. I buy all albums. <laughs> I wouldn't go buy. I only like nothing. I feel like Future's. First of all, shout out to Future. I feel like Future is a great artist. Yeah. You know. Um, my thing about my thing about Drake is Drake knows how to ride waves. This yeah. dude is the master at uh, adopting flow. Blueprint Jay Z did it. Yeah. Like he adopts like, and that's why I tell people I'm like he's smart about it. Like mm-hmm. he picked up Fetty. I was listening to Fetty Wave yeah, too. You know what I'm saying? I was listening to uh, I was listening to I Love McConey months before Drake ever hopped on the song. Yep. He hopped on. Is, isn't McCone signed to OVO? Uh, I think he is now. He hopped on Weekends Wave too. Exactly. He hops on all these waves, and then what he does is he he takes something from that artist and he adds it to his arsenal. Yeah. So now it's like, and the thing about it is that's why he's been so. That's why he's been so prevalent over the years because this dude has, this dude now has an arsenal of flows that he can pull from any time. You know what I'm saying? And the thing about it is like, and that's why I tell people the greats. The reason why you know in the top five, the reasons why J Cole, Kendrick, and Big Sean are in the top five because you can't take a J Cole, Kendrick, or Big Sean flow. You can't. Everybody's gonna know. Like you can't. You ain't gonna be able to get away with it. And actually, Big Sean just made his. Flow. I don't even know if you can take that because like, the way he be rapping, he off beat and it's, yeah. but it works. Yeah, like, he you know he'll be off beat and then he'll he'll catch the beat at the end. Because Dark Side Paradise was crazy. Yeah. Because yeah. um, he did it on um, uh, Paradise was man. I, I know I, I want to see how he recorded that song. He had to take some takes to breathe. Cause that that shit right there had me like, what the fuck is he talking yeah, about? Like, I was trying to rap it in the car. I was losing, that, I was losing them. That flow was probably like, I'll say like, the I love like, Big Sean flow. Oh yeah, like, and the thing about it is like, he really just picked up on that like the last couple of years. Yeah. Cause when he first came in the game, he had no. Um, and I was like, he came in the game with a hit though, with a nice one. Oh yeah, with Chris Brown. Mm-hmm. And I, to me personally, Detroit still his best work. That's Detroit. still that's Detroit still his best work to me. I tell people what, you know Detroit, but I can't even remember. Detroit, like I was mad that I ever listened to Dedication Five because of Detroit. Didn't that come out that on the same day? Same day. And you chose Dedication Five first. I was like, I'm gonna listen to this Dedication Five. I went and listened to Detroit. I was like, what the? Heck? Like, I was mad. I was like, I just wasted. All yeah. This, like Detroit, like blew Dedication Five out of the water. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I was like. Just some amazing work from him. Like, I feel like it should have been like I was happy with mixtape. Yeah, it could have been, been, been an album. Like, that that should have been an album. Uh, Friday Night Lights should have been an mm-hmm. album. So far gone should have been an yeah. album. From now, um, you can say. I mean, I think Good Kid, Mad City was a good album for him to come out with first. Cause he he did he got a mixtape that um, I think J Cole produced the whole mixtape too. I'm trying to remember the name of it. He got overly dedicated. Um, was it Section 80? Section 80? Did, did they call it produce that? I think he did. Section 80 was a classic. I think he did produce that. I have to check to be sure. But I think he did. 
I felt that on Time To Be Alive, that was all future songs that didn't make the album and Drake hopped on. Now, DJ Esco said they locked in the studio for six days and made that. I didn't hear no ad-libs. I didn't never hear them saying on the song together. It felt like one went, then the next one went. And I felt Future overshadowed Drake besides scholarships. Yeah, scholarships. Because, let's face it, Future can't do what Drake does. He can't hop on 30 for 30 and rap. Like, that's not his style. But Drake can kind of get into your realm with his ability. So I felt like that was Future all the whole entire time. Like, when I think, like, because the thing about it is, like, I say it wasn't, it didn't necessarily live up to my expectations. I think that's what it was. Yeah. It was like, when I hear collab, I think of, I think of, like, Watch the Throne. Yeah. When I hear, Which when I hear, and Watch the Throne, like, nobody's going to be able to live up to that. Like, that, that was, Watch the Throne blew me out the water. Like, yeah. I was like, these two, and that was a collab. That was them dudes yeah. sitting down, picking out beats, picking out song structure, like, you know, trading, trading off energy. I didn't yeah. feel that. Like, even, even the little bit that we heard of Kendrick and Kendrick's and J. Cole's collab back in the day, those two tracks yeah. kind of leaked the temptation and that was like a collab. That was them taking their style. And they got a lot of songs together. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just waiting. If they if they make that like that'll be I I'm fine with that one. Yeah. That might live up to expectation because he not Drake Cole can make beats to cater and all that. Mm-hmm. I don't think I don't even think Drake know how to do beats. The structure and the songwriting is just top. It's just top. Yeah. And then speaking on collabs, I don't know if you did. You get a chance? Do you have you be on that piff? Yeah, I did okay. Did you see Fetty Wap and French Montana's collab? No, I heard about it. I ain't though. I'm gonna be honest with you. That is the worst music I've ever heard in my life. (laughs) That shit is terrible. Oh, it's, it's that bad? It's terrible. And the thing about it is, I, and this might surprise most people, being you know, I'm, I'm heavy on lyrics and stuff like that, but I am a, I'm a Fresh Montana fan. That's the thing. Like, I, I don't know where to like. It's fucking terrible, Like, Fresh Montana, and the thing about it is, Fresh Montana is so stupidly simple that it amuses me. I think that's yeah. what it is. I like him because he actually a street dude. Yeah, like. A lot of people don't know, back in the day, motherfuckers just try to kill him. <laughs> like, when he hopped on uh What's that ASAP first? What he said, huh? That ain't Kanye. That's Montana. Oh, he <laughs> he <laughs> like, he, and it was the fact that he came in and the verses, it was so simple and so cold. Cause you know that ah, yeah. Kanye, he like, that ain't Kanye. I'm like, and then, cause everything he, cause that, like, the thing about, think about street lyrics, I appreciate him when they're real. Yeah. And like he said, what he say? Uh, He's like, when they masked up, they coming for your eyes. When they bad face, they coming for your life. I was like, this is yeah. real. I was like, it was simple. And he probably had, that was the, uh, that was that remix. That's what it was. Because it had Fresh Montana, Trinidad James. Um, Damn, that got to be that. It was a terrible song, man. <laughs> yeah, it's Fresh Montana, Trinidad James. Damn, uh, Trinidad James, see, I don't know. But he actually got a hit. Like, even if you take away all gold, people forget. I know the verse was terrible, but that was Trinidad James or August Alcina song. Mm-hmm. And I just was like, he actually eating off that song. Like, uh, Trinidad, like, that nigga is terrible. 
it's certain dudes that like, and that's the thing, like for me to be a Chris Montana fan, I know he's garbage. That's the thing. I was like, oh, he's yeah. not a good. He's not don't a good don't listen to don't listen to. Um, and Fetty Wap. What's it called? Zoo Coke, Coke Zoo. One of the two names like that. Don't go listen to it. If you listen to it, your ears are gonna bleed. It was terrible. Yeah. I like Fetty Wap. I think I like Fetty Wap, but he's terrible. Exactly. Like, he knows how to make songs. His melodies is crazy. But like, if you listen, I can listen. I listen to his album. His melodies was the exact same on every song. Oh baby. And the thing about it is, he doesn't like, know how to switch damn. a look. Good when you listen to uh. And Mont and Monty, I just don't the the whole Remy Boys and Zoo Gang. The whole thing is just like it's a wave right now. I don't know if how y'all gonna last. What I don't get, what is up with the with the groups with the one cold dude? And a bunch of trash niggas. Like, I don't get, like, because, like, everybody that I've heard on a zoo game, first, Fetty is like, of course, Fetty's a star. He's, he's, the, the, he's, the, any he's, he's the 50 cent of Everybody is terrible. And everybody else just eating off of him. And not just a little bit trash. They, like, it's like he literally grabbed dudes on a Walmart and was like, hey, bro, yeah. come hop on this song. Yes. I probably, like, I'm not feeling none of them. <laughs> I respect them. If I seen them, I'll shake their hand. Yeah, man. you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all eating. You know what I'm saying? Y'all getting right. money. Y'all providing for y'all families. Y'all music is, is not up to par. Right. None of y'all could put out a solo project and be cool. Because it's a wave. Like, the Migos had their wave. And you see, now, they putting out music. They had an album flopped. Mixtapes flopped. Mm-hmm. They're done. Young Thug. He, the reason why his album can't go out because he can't get a hit. Hey, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm, I'm messing with Thug, man. I like his music. I mess with the fucker. I won't bang it though. Like, <laughs> his imagery, like the things he does, is the reason why. Like you kind of gotta, you like man, thug man. Like, what's, what's but like, is he doing that to be like? Is that to try to get record sales? The thing about it is, his music is it would have got record sales on his own. He's a cross dresser. I don't think he's gay. <laughs> I just think he's a cross dresser. But he did say he, he would love to make love to Caitlyn Jenner. I don't know. Now it's like mm-hmm. he on that. He's stepping in that daylight realm. Yeah, daylight. Yeah, Shout daylight said he wants to fuck P Diddy. I was a huge daylight fan up until that moment. So you was listening to battle. You watch battle rap. Oh yeah. Oh damn. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> now we got a lot more to talk about now. Oh yeah. Now we got a lot more to talk about. Cause I have a lot more questions, but we can go into battle rap. <laughs> did you see? Did you see? Um, Summer Madness five. Yes. Clips Lux, who you think won? This is finally I got somebody who watched this Battle Rap. Like this is the controversy. Like I don't have like I had arguments with people over this. I need to get in these arguments. <laughs> we need to link up because nobody really watched Battle Rap. Man, I put I feel like Lux does the same thing that he does to himself in a lot of in a lot of, in a lot of battles. First of all, I feel like Lux had some awesome rounds. Clips. It's like contrasting styles. Yeah. You know, Clips, Clips gonna play the crowd. Clips gonna, you know, kinda tell a few jokes. And then all of a sudden, like, try to get real, real low. You, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? It's like, like, I know, like, you know what Clips is coming with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's style predictable. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? But Lux, on the other hand, I feel like in battle rap today, Lux is probably lyrically the depth and what yeah. he can do with words. It's yeah. just. I think Loaded Lux is the. Lyric, best lyricist yeah. in the like, it's like That's a, all he has Yeah that's it He ain't got nothing else I mean his It's like I feel like he don't deliver The right way at times 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like he... He fell off. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And so, I guess, like, I honestly watched that brother like that. I have to. Like, because uh, I was kind of on edge, because the first time I threw it, I was like, man, I gave it to Charlie. There's too much nagging, yeah, like, you know complaining about time and all that. But I like how I like that Smack put it out that way, so he we know what's real and mm-hmm. why people get complaining and shit. And so first time, uh, but then I went back and I really paid attention. I really paid attention to the beginning of Lux's third round and the second round, which the second time I listened to it through was a whole lot stronger actually because you know yeah. there's certain things that you miss. I don't think it wasn't. It didn't live up to the hype. No, it didn't. No. Not at all. Of course yeah. not. Not at all. That was, that was, almost, that was just like a little Lux, uh, Lux and uh, Mook. Yeah, Lux and Mook. I, the reason why, to me personally, with the Lux and Mook one, Lux was way better than Mook. Of course. But Mook knew what type of crowd he was at. That wasn't URL, you know what I'm saying? That was some mainstream. That was the most horrible crowd of all. Yeah, yeah. They it was just mainstream. They got people Ebro up there voting. He don't even like battle rap, but he up there saying who wins and who's doing what and stuff like that. I never see Joe Button call out another battle rapper ever again in my life. Yeah. I was like, dude, he's the hollow demolished. Yeah, hollow was terrible. Hollow demolished you, and he was on probably his worst day. And I don't even know if it was worse because of the crowd. We don't know. Because, like, URL, maybe it would have been better received. Like, I feel like if that was URL, Lux would have beat Mook with ease. Yeah. He would have beat him. But Mook played to the crowd. He took the do-rag off. The crowd got hyped. You know what I'm saying? So that kind of played into it. So, But I think Lux is... I think he beat Calico when he came back. Mm-hmm. I think he barely edged Hollow, but you can it could be a debatable. Yeah, it Hollow be snapped. Better. I mean, Hollow, Hollow, Hollow is one of those kind of underrated, kind of yeah. wild card. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Hollow, Hollow. He the best right now. Yeah, Hollow could be because he beat Clips in my opinion. Yeah. And the Clips, Clips and Sue Surf are my guys. Mm-hmm. He beat Clips, but Sue Surf killed Hollow. Like, and how and Sue Surfing the Battle Moot. They just announced it on um, okay. Angry Fan or War Report. One of them two just announced it. So they are I don't know what event, but they supposed to be battling. Surf man, I actually I actually did not really mess with Surf until I heard him battle. Who was that? Was that hitman? Have you ever listened to his music? Nah, I ain't never actually listened to his music. Amazing. For real? Yes. He got cool. out, he just put out an album too. Cause more make No, no. This nigga cold. <laughs> He has Wale. He got Wale, Styles P, Jada Kiss. He has people who fuck with him. He got. He just put an album out like last week or the week before called Newark. But he got a series called um, House in Virginia. One, okay. two, and three. Cold, bro. Okay. Like his shit. It ain't no turn up. It ain't none of that mm-hmm. shit. He just flowing. He rapping. It's, mm-hmm. it's cold. I fuck with his music heavy. Like, I even bought his album. Like, and that says a lot. He's a battle rapper. <laughs> You know, Loaded Lux be out here promoting this shit, and I ain't checking for that. Clips one, I I gave it to Clips. Yeah. Because round one was clearly Clips. No, yeah. He bodied them for round one. Of course. Round two. Round two was debatable to me. Yeah, it was debatable, but I would kind of edge it to Clips. Because at the end of the day, it's your style and what you favor, you know what I'm saying? Round three. I could understand what Lux was trying to do with the paperwork out, right, right, stuff. Paperwork wasn't properly stamped. Mm-hmm. 
And then I looked up to all the situation and shit. Technically, he didn't snitch when I looked it all up. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people aren't going to look it up. But, like, you could type in Charlie Clips, um, Charles Brown, and you could see his dad. He looks just like him and shit. Oh, okay. Because the lynch mob was famous. You know what I'm saying? You could look it all up. But the paper wasn't properly stamped. And um, so who knows if it was real or not. And then um, Clips kind of, it was kind of like, it was a lose. I gave round three to to Lux, but it was kind of a lose-lose for Clips because it's like, um, all Lux did was take everything Rex did and provide paperwork. Mm -hmm. And it's like, now what are you going to do? Because you rebuttaled everything Mm -hmm. when you dominated Rex. So you can't, like, re-enhance it, you know what I'm saying? So he couldn't really rebuttal it, but he did, and then he got real mad. That was the first time I ever seen Clips, like, get mad. So the crowd was, like, going crazy. And then he ended the round good, but I gave it to him. Because, like, out of round three, I didn't really get nothing out of Clips. Because he was kind of backpedaling. I mean, like, I remember when I first... When I first kind of caught the Clips wave, I probably, I think he was like, he was like three wins in, like he had dominated. Yeah. And like, that's why I first He's only lost once. Yeah, that's fine. And that was the hollow. But like, some people say he won. Basically, like. I feel like he lost the hollow. Yeah. yeah. I feel like. What people do in battle rap is like, if it's a debatable, you just say, I had a debatable with him. If you ain't get 3 old or a 2-1, it's not really a loss. That's what Mook says. Like, Mook's like, I've had debatables, but I've never really lost one. So, technically, you can still say he undefeated, I guess. Yeah. Some people going to be like, he lost. Some people think he lost to Tayrock the second time. But I don't. Tayrock, he be getting killed. I'm so tired of Tayrock. He be killing people. But it's like, I'm so tired of him with the gun bars, no substance. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, it's certain people with me. Like, Sue Surf bodied him. That's why it's kind of hard for me to listen to uh, I, I I gave Calico that victory. Like I feel like I'm a fan of Calico, man. Like I, I yeah. feel like Calico's very. I feel like Calico's very. Underrated. He's got to stop dissing the crowd. He's yeah. third. He yeah. always dissed the crowd in the third and start off getting booed. <laughs> like Calico, I mean Calico be coming with it, man. Like yeah. you know, he one of them. He one of the people. That I feel like I feel like Calico's always the. I feel like Calico's like always the battle you get right before you get the big name. Like, it seems like everybody, before they get to, you know, before they get to Eclipse or to a move, they, they go to Calico. You know yeah, because Calico, I mean, he got Lux when he came back. Some of Madness, too. So, obviously, he was he had to be killing motherfuckers mm-hmm. to get him. And, like, and then, I'm, I'm digging some of the new cast, though. I, I like T-Top. Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, T-Top. Yeah. I like Chess. Yeah, Chess. Chess probably my personal favorite out of the, out of the group. I'm yeah. not. I'm not really a fan of what's this? Steam. Steam. Steam's is terrible, Steam. and he always fucks up. <laughs> I'm not a fan. Both, of both two on two, yeah. he fucked up. <laughs> both of them. Like. And when he fucks up, it's not even something you can carry. Yeah. Because like I guess like DNA and K Shine was talking about it. Like when you do a two on two, you got to know each other's lines. So when Steam fucks up, he did he doesn't know he didn't know what uh, Chess was gonna say next, and he it was his turn. He just stopped. He was like, damn. And he just stopped and was like complaining, and then Chess had to just freestyle some shit. So they lost a two on two. But he, Chess is nice. I like Prep, but Prep's been getting bodied lately. Mm-hmm. He's had like. He's in a coffin right now. Yeah. It's halfway shut. Like, the bottom is shut. Yeah. The half is still open. I don't know if he ever going to come back. Um, There's certain people that, like, I used to... 
I think when you first got into battle rap, there's people that kind of like, like uh, amazed you. But I, now that I'm like, now that I've listened to battle rap for a while, I can't, I can't listen to it. I can't watch an artist. Like, a lot of people don't fuck with him now. I can't like. What he? Cause he used to be that nigga at one point. Arsenal was that. He's the most Arsenal disrespectful was, motherfucker. Yeah, like, he talking about Arsenal, your dead daddy. Like I remember Arsenal battle Casita. I remember first of all. That was I love that battle because Casita was, was snapping too. Hey, Casita was Casita was coming. I feel like what put me on the battle rap, what got me heavy in the battle rap, is back. Uh, I caught that because you remember the Hitman Highway. Yeah, I kind of caught on to the Hitman Highway back when that was back. That was a while back. Back when we battled. What's up? I'm nice. Uh, <laughs> oh damn. I'm trying to think too. He battled daylight. Um, yeah. Hey man, he battled everybody. Um, but I caught that wave, and I ain't gonna lie. What made me actually get into battle rap was the Hitman Arsenal battle. From that was probably I would say the best I've ever seen. That was. I feel like that was Hitman's yeah. peak. That was. Him at that at that point. He's time. never lost the first round either yeah. in his entire battle rap career. Like, um, so he ain't never been through y'all. No, I feel like. Well, we'll I, he I had a like quiet it. year. He had a quiet year. He, I don't even think he did anything. His mom battling cancer. I, yeah, like I don't like. I don't like the last few battles. I kind of feel like he runs on the show on the show. Yeah. Because against Sue Surf, he pulled that first round yeah. and won that, and then. He kind of he go he starts here and he Sue, declines. Like Surf just killed him lyrically. Yeah. In a bad battle. Like, I feel he like, doesn't. He's not real lyrical. He's yeah. he's all he's more aggression yeah, performance. More aggression, like I mean, Surf, saying stuff the crowd can catch quick. Yeah. Like and then like um like Surf just killed him lyrically and then there was one battle that I'm also I'm also big with Averb. I know Averb. 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 Like, like he. I got on sometimes. I got on it the first battle because I started listening to battle rap maybe two years ago heavy like I would be get off work all day on on YouTube the very first battle I seen because I got into it from Conceited being a wild and out and I was like let me go check this shit out and then I seen Conceited versus Arsenal but the very first one I was actually listened to was T Rex versus Aver. And I was like, what the fuck am I watching? This is a one-sided thing right here. Like, T-Rex was pretty much battling Diddy and busting rhymes the whole time. It was terrible. He sucks to me. Averb is terrible. Like, Averb, like, he be having these moments where he, like, really shine. And then, like, I go like I go back. I'm like, hey, I'm like, Verb, you about to come out. You know what I'm saying, Verb. And then, like, I'll be watching him. He's got body the last couple times he's battled. Yes. But he wants Lux. You can't get Lux after getting 97-0 to K-Shine. <laughs> K-Shine embarrassed him. That's the thing. But, like, you was I the only person that felt like K-Shine was too good that day? Like, hey, hey and it's speculation. Everything, it is speculation that said, you got. It's speculation that, you know. Somebody wrote that shit. Wrote it. But, yeah. like, because I've, I've watched I'm, he was invincible. I think he could have battled in Antarctica <laughs> against anyone with them bars. No one was going to touch him that day. Like, no battle rapper was going to beat him that day. And I personally feel Sue Surf is the best besides Clips. They wouldn't beat K Shine that day. He was on like, a whole nother level. My jaw was dropping. Like, I was like, is that. 
it was times where I kind of looked away from the computer screen and I was like, if I wasn't watching this battle, I would not know who the hell A-Verb is battling because this dude is not getting yeah. shot. Yeah. Like, he was going off. Yeah. Like, and it, but it's now it's like, it's becoming a popularity contest. Like, whoever the crowd fucks with that yeah. Because, like, when I watched the Bill Collector Dot battle, um, Dot is, um, he a little nigga who just got put on. He battled Bill Collector on, um, no. Who Bill Collector is, Dot. What battle was that? That was a uh, gnome. It was either gnome or like Armageddon, revenge, or redemption. It was one of them two. It was either gnome or redemption. And like he wasn't even rhyming. He just was like, I'm dot. And the crowd was like, Oh! Like, I don't like that, man. Like the thing about it, I mean, but shouts out. I mean, that kind of shows where battle rappers kind of was going yeah. though. Yeah. Because like the fact that it's becoming, you know, more and more prevalent, more and more popular. Because, you know, it's becoming more mainstream. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Three years ago, you wouldn't have got that. You wouldn't have got that. Yeah, I just hope they don't. They don't go back to total slaughters and type mainstream. Yeah. Like many people have to come pay to Webster Hall. Like you don't want to sell out Barclays. It's gonna be too mainstream. There's gonna people there who don't even know what the fuck going on. And they're just like, oh, I know his face type shit. Mm-hmm. So I don't really fuck with that part of it. But um, who is the dude? I think Averb's terrible, but the worst dude in battle rap is Cortez. <laughs> Cortez is the worst battle rapper. And he be acting like he's so cold. He be bi- he been doing this shit for years. You can't get him on you. Uh, you can't get him on Smack. You can't get him on main events. Cortez, he was doing the cypher out. Uh, what was that? Cortez, is, he is terrible, bro. Like, I don't know. I'm not checking anything Cortez is on. <laughs> I've heard a couple of Cortez's battles recent and a couple of years ago. He's fucking all he's horrible, man. I don't know how he's a battle rap. Like they say he's a real street dude, he got street connections. It's that, it's I don't that, even fuck about that. Oh, you know, cause he start out with that kind of like draw, like like the way he come in, like I kinda of be like I remember the first time I ever heard him, I was like, what are you doing? Like, right. It's terrible, like I, I have nothing nice to say about I don't. Him. I can't listen to He's like, never won a battle with me. I can't listen to like some like I can't listen to people who have predictable punchlines. And battle rap, I feel like that's the one of the worst things. You can do that in music. Yeah. You can get away with it. Because when people doing the battle rap, besides the crowd, when the crowd does it, it's cool because the crowd like, oh but when a battle rap, like when he when um T-Rex battle clips. And uh, clips uh, T Rex second round. He did a mixtape verse that he and he's saying that it never came out, but clips is saying word for word everything you saying. That shit got to be depressing. Like it's just like I can't I can't do like, I just can't do predictable like and I get that might be part of that might be a part of me being a lyricist. Yeah. It's hard for me to I'm trying to it's hard trying to keep your consumer ear while yeah. you're making music. You yeah. know what I mean? Cause you kind of you need your consumer ear at times. But it's hard, like, you know, I listen to dudes these days, like, like you know, it's, like, it's hard for me to listen to drill. It's hard for me to listen to drill. Yeah, because, I mean, it's shit, bitch, dick, flip, kick. It's like, if I could predict, that's what I tell people. I'm like, it's, it's a, they, if drill I could stop the song. 10 words. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Much. If I could stop the song, you know what I'm saying? You say real at the end of a bar. If I could stop the song, and I'd be like, I'm going to give you a list of four words, and I bet you he uses one of these four words at the end of the bar. Yeah. And he does, that's it. Yeah. What would that be? Still, mm-hmm. feel, <laughs> kill, build. It's like, it's like, you know. Yeah. I, I, I exactly understand what you're saying. You know. With so. that. And, like, I, I feel. I, that's why I don't understand, like, why battle rap, other than Sue Surf. I love Sue Surf music. They can't make music. They got the content. Because, I mean, even look at, like, I think Lyricist is coming to the forefront now. Yeah. I mean, you look at 
you know, J. Cole and Kendrick and the Fabs, you know what I'm like, saying? Like, Fabulous can battle rap. If you listen to him, it's punchline crazy. He can, I think, I, I think Fabulous can battle rap. I feel bad for not putting him in my top five of people today. He's, he's arguably the most consistent. I don't, like, it's something about him and Jadakiss. It's something about, like, I, to me personally, Jadakiss is the greatest mixtape rapper of all time. I don't think nobody can touch his mixtape. But it's something about them two that I, I feel like the industry side is what's keeping them out of that. Yeah, but like, and the thing about it is making, and the thing about it is making music, and it's the biggest thing that like people have to realize that uh, I think the thing that battle rappers don't get too much emphasis on lyrics is one of the worst things you could ever do. Yeah. Um, I kind of had to learn that. You know, I'm still, I'm still kind of learning today. Because um, in order to make great music, the thing about great music is it's a feel. Like it's, a, mm-hmm. it's, it's literally you transferring energy out to the people. And that is much harder than most, than most people think. There's people that are like great at it. There's people that, that literally hit it on the like. Okay, like out of artists in Peoria, I feel like, I feel like Tapper. Music, music, like music artist wise, yeah. is probably one of the purest artists. I, like, not just this area, but I've ever heard. Period. He, he's a legit music like, head. <laughs> like the dude, like, and it's easy to him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? But like, my thing about this, like I tell people, I'm a lyricist, and I made that choice a while back. Like, the reason why, you know, like you hear my lyrics and like people, like you know, what I'm saying? like I've had people tell me, like I feel like you're one of the strongest lyricists in this area. But like, I made that. Back when everybody else was like trying to sing and rap, yeah, yeah, I made that conscious decision. Like, because my thing about it is, like, I heard Cole and I heard Kendrick, and I was like, these dudes are lyricists. Kendrick don't care about singing. I mean, he can use his voice as an instrument, which he does a lot. Cole does too, but you know what I'm saying? They ain't making all singing right. But like, but thing about it is, like, you could tell these dudes focused on lyrics, and that's the thing. When I listen to lyricists, when I listen to M's, when I listen to Cole, when I listen to Nas. These dudes, like, I done listen to songs from all these artists, and they done, like, lyrics done sent chills on my spine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, if I want to become that good, I got to put my focus, like, I'm not that jack of all trades dude. Like, I'm not. Yeah. Like, I'm that dude, I got my strong point, and I'm going to use that strength. And if I need some, if I need to bring in something else, there's other people for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, I need, if I need some harmony, I need to mellow it down a little bit, I can bring in a feature. I can put them on the hood. I can put them in the background. I can... My thing about this, I'm gonna make sure that my strong suit is so strong that like you ain't gonna be able to touch it no matter what. Yeah, and people don't know track, what they're gonna get yeah, from you every time. It's your track, like you know, you ain't gonna be guessing like you know, is he gonna come over here this time? Is he gonna? It's like, nah, yeah, you don't want that. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I completely agree. Like you know what I'm saying? With that. And it's like a lot, a lot of people today. I feel like 85 percent of artists out here are trying to be the jack of all trades. I wanna, yeah. I wanna sing, rap, produce, shoot my own videos, blah blah. I'm like, and that, and that kind of stuff is like, that comes with time. Mm-hmm. Like one of my closest friends, uh, Dimitri Lavish, who raps, he's, he's like, his mindset, with his music, I love, cause he's tunnel vision. Like he knows what he wants to do, and he's sticking with that. Mm-hmm. Like he ain't looking for everybody else. I I've been listening to Dimitri since like high school. When he was cranking up. Yeah. So you, yeah, yeah. Like when he was going, like, 
And the thing about it is, like, I don't care, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like some people, that style of music that he's got, that, the thing about it is, he's evolving. Like, that's the crazy thing yeah. to take. Because I remember when he was Crane, I was like, Crane, you know what I'm saying? That kind of like, turned up really great. But, like, he's taking that now, like, the fact that he has layers to it now. Like, he can still, he can still hit the Crane on. But, like, now it's starting to mellow out. Like, now it's starting to actually become, like, it's music. Yeah. Like, it's only, like, it's only, like, six niggas that people actually make music. music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we got about... <laughs> 100, yeah, 200 yeah. rappers here. But like, you know what I'm saying? And like, he wanted to do is like, I just, uh, I was on the same club like a week ago. What's the last track you FaceTime? Yeah. 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 And that's kind of, like you said, layers. It's kind yeah. of different than the last mm-hmm. two songs he dropped. Him and, uh, even with Gizzy Jones, he got a song that's called, uh, Gotta Get It In. He just dropped yesterday. It's okay. on the SoundCloud. You can check that out too. That's different than the songs he put out. Mm-hmm. And like, I talked to this dude named Cole, who's uh, Kyle's uh, engineer from uh, Classic K Studios in Chicago. The problem with um, a lot of people want quality music over quantity. You can put out a million songs, but if they don't sound good, it don't mean nothing. And like, I'm hearing quality music. That's what draws people's attention now. Like, you can have the coldest bars, you can have the craziest beat, but if you if I can't hear you on it or you're oversaturated exactly. or your bars ain't good enough, exactly. it don't really matter. And so like, and I feel like I don't. I believe in Peoria because like we got it. We got something to talk about. We got stories to tell. We don't have a blueprint. I would hope Montana could be that blueprint for us, but he don't really claim it. But we got some here. Where if, if a lot of people would step back and be like, all right, I'm not a rapper, mm-hmm. but let me learn to make beats, or let me learn to do videos, or let me learn to be a manager, instead of everybody trying to rap, because everybody can't be, I always say this, everybody can't be Kobe Bryant. Somebody got to be Derek Fisher, somebody got to be Pau Gasol, somebody got to be Lamar Odom sometimes. Hell, somebody got to be Luke Walton, nasty ass. <laughs> you, know what I'm you know what I'm saying? And he assistant coaching. He's the head coach of Ghost State right now. And you can't tell me when he checked into the damn game in the finals. I mean, because your dad is like, he can ball. Like, your dad was like, doing yeah. Thing. And your dad only played six years. <laughs> like, you came in like, Luke? Yeah. Like, he about to, nah, he nasty. Ass. One of the worst. <laughs> him, he's one of the worst players ever. Him and Kwame Brown. Fucking terrible. Him, Kwame Brown, Roy Hibbert. I forget. Are the worst high, players in the league. I forget how high Kwame Brown was. One, I like that amazes me to this day. He went number one. Michael Jordan saw something in this guy. I feel like that decision of that. I think Michael Jordan drafting him, he has to give away two of his championships. Two of his rings cannot count. Michael Jordan has four rings. Two of the rings are officially vacated from him for drafting Kwame Brown. Then. After drafting him, he's like, fuck it, I got to go play with this nigga. <laughs> then coming back, because he thinks he got to play with him to teach him something, three rings are gone. Oh, the first three feet, yeah. he has that. The last three feet, uh-huh. Utah beat him twice. And then um, I believe it was uh, Seattle. Those are the champions. That's how it goes. I'm done with Jordan, but I like his shoes. I can't support him. I'm like, uh, 
But like, yeah, that goes back to like, especially just in the city in general. Right? Yeah. Like we, like you said, we do have something to talk about. What's right? how you feel about the music scene in Peoria? The music scene. I talk, I tell a lot of people about that. Like, first of all, like, when I first started rapping, when I released like my first, I don't really like calling it a mixtape, cause like the real definition of a mixtape is like you know, like today people go, I released a mixtape, a collection of songs, yeah, off beats that you know aren't even yours, aren't even original, if they're yours, you know, and you just. You know, put it on CD and kind of put it out there. Yeah, and one thing people got to stop doing: when you use YouTube beats, you have to lease them yeah. or pay for them. Stop just getting them because you're going to get sued. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. Or go on YouTube and find somebody that says you can use these beats as long as it's non-profit. Yeah, non-profit, non-profit. Please, because like it must be. It must have a, that kills me. Like must have a, like, Shout out to Lexi Banks. Oh, yeah. That's who uh, I get my beats from. Oh, okay. That dude, dude, that's what Dude, crazy. Um, but it's like, you know, I tell people, like, man, you know, I mean, because all of us do it. I mean, you know, we get beats up there and hey, you do this, you do that. My thing yeah. was, like, yeah. But the music scene is definitely, like, I remember, like, when I first started rapping, like I said, when I was doing out that little project back in, what was that, like, 2012? It was only, like, four. It was like, I remember it was like me, Be Easy. And who was that? Like Smooth Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams. Be Easy. Just Did he go to Richwood? No, he went to Central. Central. Yeah, I know him. I might have seen him. Yeah, um, but like everybody else who was like really rapping in Peoria was like 30. Yeah, my, my uncle, uh, shout out to my uh, uncle KJ. Uh... What's KJ's real name? Keith Donnell? Like... Kenneth Keith... Uh, what's his real name? Something. Uncle KJ. He was a real rapper. Um, he was putting out real CDs. Yeah, like... Everybody else was like... Because yeah. like, they had... They was going to actual studios then. Yeah, we didn't have saying? Pro Tools. Yeah, it was like all the old heads. And like... Now, like, I kind of... Because... I took like a high age for a minute. Because I really wanted to improve. Like... Because I listened to my first project. I'm a quality person, man. And I would listen to that, and I would go back, and I would listen. My thing about it is, I put my music up against the industry standard. Yeah. I don't put it up against a local standard. So that's what you're shooting for. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Like, you ain't shooting to be the king of PR. You're shooting yeah, to try to you know be the king of the industry. I was like, you know, so I put my music against the industry standard. I was like, you know, and even though people was giving me compliments already, I was like, there's no way I could bring this. I know I could walk up, you know what I'm saying? To Dev Jam. Yeah, and be like, hey, listen, so I was like, I gotta work on this. Man. My city loves it, hey, what yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I was like, I gotta work on this, so I kind of like, I did this, and I really worked on, like, the craft and the lyricism. Like, I was, like, heavy into it. I was like, next time people hear me, like, they're gonna be like, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so, like, I did that. When I came back, like, you know, like, damn, what are these people? Now we got, like, artists. It's annoying at times. But it's I do like I do like the scene in this building. Yeah. I do appreciate it. I do like we actually are yeah. inspired in by music. Mm-hmm. Cause now like I even went to a stage when I was in high school where I was rapping. Uh, one of the best uh freestyle rappers of life. <laughs> uh, <Fuggish> Johnson <laughs> was my rap name. Um but I didn't love it. Like I I was like, it was cool, but I don't got time to be sitting down writing and yeah, shit. Like yeah. I would make I made like 47 songs in four days 
And it was like four or five minute songs. And I just, it was freestyles. And it was one take. It was, it was one take. And I put it out on SoundCloud. They all gone now. Everything deleted now. I don't even have that SoundCloud no more. But like, I personally feel the music scene. We got music, musical people here. But it's like, we don't have a connection yeah. with each other. That's what I kind of want the podcast to be like. That's why I'm really focused on Peoria. I ain't trying to do nothing extra no right now. It's because, like, it's artists here that I haven't even really heard of nobody. I just started really listening, like, a couple months ago to Lucky Ass Dude mm-hmm. music. And I like what he's talking about. It's different. It's kind of drill. But it's kind of Peoria drill. It's, that, it's Peoria, yeah. Peoria does have a drill sound. Yeah. Bad it's kind of that. And I like I like what he's doing. And he's, and he's staying in his lane. Dope. Yeah, he ain't even, he not even, he's, I like him. I feel Trey has his own lane. Trey definitely has his own lane. Yeah, I had him on the show before. I have. I feel Rashad has his. Mm-hmm. I feel like Kyle has his. I feel like you have yours. Tap with all GBZ, they're all different. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Even Leslie's a singer. Mm-hmm. Maytown, a lot of people from PBO. And it's, it's probably people that I, ain't, I didn't even name in that that I don't know about yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we got a lot of people here, but it's like, I feel... A year from now, we'll know who really doing it. Yeah, and that's the thing. Like, that's why I'm people, waiting because tell people we, everybody can't do it. We're in a new stage. And I, I tell people like, I'm like, it's only a matter of time before the, the question does. I tell people like this music, man. The closest thing to hip hip hop is the NBA. Mm-hmm. I don't care what anybody say. I don't know what thing on the NBA is, fl- is is influenced by hip hop. Hip hop is is everything. And I'm like, just like in basketball, I was like, the time's gonna come where people are gonna ask the question, who is the cream of the crop? Yeah. And people gonna fall off, people gonna fall back, or they or people gonna realize because a lot of people, a lot of artists, they cater to their circle mm-hmm. more so than the city because it's like the last thing you do is want to put a song on Facebook and eighty motherfuckers say this shit suck. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And so yeah, but they release it to their friends. You, you gotta want that. And the thing about it is, like I tell people, I'm open to criticism. Like, I tell people, like you know, I'd have had, I'd have had, like I go to Twitter a lot. Yeah. Twitter is like a place strange. And I know I'm getting honest. I, you know what I'm saying? I'd have had I had a I had this one like gay chick get mad at me because like I'm extra about my song and like cuss me out one time. Like you get like a lot of mixed. Yeah, it, like, she wasn't even mad at the song. She was mad. She's mad that like, you send it to people. But it's like it's like listen, I just told her I was like, I'm out here trying to grind, I'm out here trying to get I was, yeah. like, I was like, if you don't listen to it, you know, no. I'm bad. Don't. It's like unfollow me, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know it is what it is, but like most of the time from like the feedback that I get straight and I got this one chick on there, this owner lady. Love to death, her name D. She's like the most 100 person I've ever like. First song I released, she loved it. Released another song, like sometimes I pass that song. Yeah. Cause I ain't feeling. I like that. What song she didn't feel? Uh, she didn't feel comeback actually. The one I would got made the video to. She wasn't feeling that. Wow. Uh, <laughs> I, I got this good. Hey, hey. I liked it. Like she wasn't feeling coming, but like I told her, I was like, man, I appreciate that. I was like, I appreciate. I yeah, you don't want a yes man. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I was like, I was like, I don't want a yes man. You know what I'm saying. My, my dude Vontae, you know, shout out Vontae Jackson, man. Always 100 with me. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, shout him out. That's my nigga too. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. First time I ever released uh when I released WNBA back before, like I went on that little break. Vontae caught because he was working. He was still working on stage shape. This dude like I went in, sit down, eating with some people. Vontae saw me and was like. Hey, I need to talk to you. <laughs> this dude walked over to the table, leaned over. He's like, you know that song you really? I wasn't feeling that. I was like, I'm like, man, I'm, you know, I'm trying to eat. Thank you. 
This ain't the time. <laughs> but like, Vata, he's a huge supporter, man. And like, you know, I tell people, like, but the thing about it is, like, the time will come when people do ask that question. It's like, you know, who's gonna, who's gonna step up to the plate? Because I tell people, like, when it comes to this music thing, I mean, it's all love at the same time. Like, it's, it's competition. Yeah. It's always competition. And like, you know, and, and you know, we thrive for that. And I, I can't say we all thrive for it. I know for a fact there's certain people, first of all, like, shout out to Don. Don thrive for the competition. You yeah. love it. That's all oh, I if, love if, if, anybody, <laughs> if anybody reach out to Don yeah. saying they better, he, he, he going to have a 16 yeah, you know in two saying? minutes for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? He ain't, he ain't playing no games. You know, Don, like, you know, Don, Don would hit me up, you know, message me like, hey, man. But like, you know what I'm saying? But I, and yeah, I love you. Want that. Like, you know what I'm saying? I love it. Like, I told that I mean, people watching. I was like, keep with it. Because my thing about it is, like, I tell people, like, I'm a very humble person. 100. I'm, you know, I'm humble. But, like, I don't care who you are. Like, you know, and especially in Peoria. Like, if you want it, you know I'm at. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> like, yeah you know we don't got nobody with that type of blessing. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I tell people, like, this ain't. Because I take it too seriously. And it's not the fact that I feel like. feel like I know the work. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like when you done been through, it's like for you to tell me, that's like for you to tell me that like you wanna outrun me and I've been out on the track every day for the last four months. Yeah. It's like nah. You're not right, you ain't finna let that happen. <laughs> you ain't even in shape. You're not in tune. You don't even know how you gonna feel. Exactly, you know what I'm saying? Fourth lap. And it's like for months, like I done had, you know what I'm saying? Like I done had like even when I work, you know, people be like Ah, oh, you rap. You ain't got no bars. And I look at him. I was like, all right, dude. And I'm like, man, spit something. And it's like, first of all, you ain't gonna call me. Not in this. Like, yeah. I'd like, and I think that's the thing about, that's the thing like, rap is so serious to me, because this is one of the first things ever in my life that I felt like I could be truly great at. I've never felt this way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mind I'm, you, he's about 6'9". I'm 6'7". Six six, Two fifty, like all muscle. The White House, <laughs> come to White House High School. Like you know what I'm saying, like. And the thing about it is, like, I never felt like I was good at basketball. I never felt like I was good at football. I never felt like like hip hop. I graduated, like I gravitated to hip hop because like I felt like I was like, man, like this is something I could truly be something at. Mm-hmm. So like for you to you take pride up, in it, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, for you to like walk up here and be like, you know, like I said, like, it's all love. You know what I'm saying, like it ain't Definitely gonna remember that quote. <laughs> that is definitely a Twitter. You know what I'm saying? So. Good Twitter post. And like, I feel radio stations are like my biggest pet peeve. Cause I'll be honest with you, I'm coming for radio stations. Mm-hmm. Like, I want they spots in Peoria first because we don't have no one in position at a radio stations that's trying to connect with us. And when I mean positions, I'm talking about from the interns up. Mm-hmm. We don't have nobody that's bumping our music going today. Higher powers, like, hey, listen to this, play this. And don't give me the radio cussing and stuff. You, we can make radio songs. As far as we can take the cuss words out, we can make clean versions, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I don't feel like they, so, they show any type of support. As in, last week, I was on the phone with uh, Dimitri Lavish. I'm watching the news. 
they had a fucking baseball card auction at the Riverplex. What the fuck is that? When we got, we can have Soul Fest. Mm-hmm. We could have the little rock fest thing. How come we can't have a music for hip hop fest? You know what I'm saying? We got a venue downtown. We got a place where we can make moves happen. I don't understand why they don't do that. And it's like, they don't try. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't try to connect with us. Do you know where Power 92 is at? You know where the mm-hmm. building is? Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't. Yeah. That's a problem. Everyone should know where that building's at. Everyone should be trying to get their stuff there. But it's like, we don't even care to think about it because they don't even you know acknowledge us. They play the same 15 songs in rotation. And they only play those songs because they hot somewhere else. Like, you could play Bobby Smurder, who I like a lot. But you can't reach out to PRA artists and try to find a song. Because what if somebody blows up from here and you don't acknowledge them? And that's the thing. Like, I tell people, like, you really think. I was like, you really think that people. I don't know if people, like, first of all, somebody's going to blow. Eventually. Like, it's, it's just going it's to happen. happen. It's, too many, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. Uh, too much social media. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Too many people out here trying to do their thing. Somebody's going to blow. You know, no matter who does it or what. But you really think. My thing about it is, like, people remember. Like, we're going to forget yeah. You know if I was a rapper and I blew up tomorrow, I would never support Peoria radio station yeah. at all. Even the 102 en- en- energy shit, whatever the fuck that is, Power 92. I don't even listen to the radio no more until they start playing shit that I feel like can connect with us. Everybody else, New York, New York, they, they, play, they play a little local. bit in New York. They don't play a lot of local, but they yeah. they got they got segments like. I personally feel like if I was able to get to Power 92, I would want midnight slot on weekends. And I would bring up somebody, a rapper from Peoria every day mm-hmm. on there to talk. That's what I would do. To have an interview, kind of like what we're doing now. This would be my Power 92 segment on there. And I would play music at midnight mm-hmm. just to start off, get people feet wet with it, familiar with it. Because, like, they don't care. Like, I ain't never heard nobody... You got say that somebody from Peoria radio stations reached out to him and said, "Hey, we got something for you," or like y'all can promote Nightstorm, but like, hey, Nightstorm, um, we got some local talent. Let's have some acts perform or something before y'all do something the like thing that. You know like, what I'm saying? They slowly gonna and the thing about this is starting to pop up. They slowly gonna lose their they slowly gonna lose their their fan base around here because you got so many people that are doing local business. Yeah. They're starting to pop up. They're starting to pop up here, man. Like just last night, you had a thing at uh, Yeah, at the real. And, uh, you know, it's starting to pop up, starting to become more prevalent. Because people are starting to really hop on the music scene. Yeah. And, like, I, like, because I, I plan on doing um, my own event um, in just this summer. But my thing is, like, with my stuff, I'm doing it big. Like, I want. I want the night storm room at the Civic Center. Mm-hmm. That shit mine. I want that whole room. I want five I want five to six acts from Peoria. Um quality music. And it's it's gonna it, it's also gonna bring competitive nature to the game where okay. we're like you gonna you can you gonna get a fifteen minute set, but you gotta make the cut to get your shit there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's gonna make people I wanna perform there, I wanna do that, and then I'm gonna have a mainstream act or something. Yeah. Not necessarily mainstream, but Maybe like a Montana yeah, type, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like that or a Logic or something like yeah. that coming. 
I feel like that creates a more competitive nature. I feel like when you get somebody mainstream, Peoria would would push it a little bit harder, radio station wise. Because even when Lil Durk and them came, they talked about it in a way through ads. They didn't talk about it necessarily. I don't feel like the people that talk on the radio station are connected with Peoria. Like if you ever, well, you be getting off work. If you ever get off work and you and you listen to the radio for a little chance. Out um, of six o'clock, around that time, they just talking. They don't know what's going on in Peoria. They talking about Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. and shit. Mm-hmm. We don't have a, a morning show for four to six hours that give people like, hey, I want to listen to see what how they felt about what was what's been going on with the Drake and Meek Mill. Like, ain't nobody talking about nothing. And the thing about it is, like, and my thing that I really don't like is that Peoria, we have so much to address. Yeah, there's so much going on right now. Yeah, there's so much when you talk about, you know what I'm saying? Beyond music. Yeah, there's so much going on beyond music and just really in our, you know, in the streets. You know what I'm saying? You know what our what our yeah. group, You know what I'm saying? There's it, so much going on right now. My thing about it is that a lot a lot of people don't want to hit it on the head, but like I'm like, man, it's like, it's a lot, there's a lot of pain out there right now. Yeah. You know what I'm we got people in higher powers, political mayors and stuff. Mm-hmm. A lot of people here, man. Honestly, the only chance you got here, man, is good grades. Sports. Sorry. That's it. The problem with it is, is the high school, the schools, man. Roosevelt's one of the schools that make it happen. You gotta instead of having braiding hair and all that shit. I know people who ain't never went to school for braiding hair that could do it better than people going to school for that in high school. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How about you have class, electives to show people how to produce? You know what I'm saying? Show people how to make um, to engineer projects. Music is like mm-hmm. what people love now. We need to have that in our schools. They never did that. And please don't tell me we don't have the money for it because these football teams and basketball teams here, man, they getting money at somehow. You know what I'm saying? We a lot of people still paying for books. You know, you, you got you got money to have to have um, pep rallies and shit. How about you enhance the electives and cut back on some of the stuff we don't need? And I think that's the biggest thing is that a lot of people haven't made it. Like, first of all, like my biggest thing right now is I'm trying to find people who understand the business. Yeah. Like that's. I don't yeah, and, and then also behind the scenes, the business yeah, side you know of it, the manager. If we would have had those type of electives. Uh, your freshman year, you would be way ahead of where you at right now. It's like I'm, like you know, what I'm saying I spend all this time, you know, what I'm saying because think about it is, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a jack of all trades person. Mm. I'm not. I can tell people all the time, like there's no way if I want to be as successful as I'm talking about being, there's no way I can manage. And you gotta have a team. It's gotta be a team. And like, they gotta, and they, then you gotta know they know what they talking about because like even the all groups back in the day. From TLC, NW getting ripped off. People just taking money from them because they don't know the business because they never had to. They had never had the proper training through school or their parents didn't believe in it because they didn't know what it was. And like we a generation, man, where I feel like our parents. I always feel like our parents. If you 35 up, your generation is gone. Your time to really put your imprint. On our nation is done, mm-hmm. and it's not saying you're washed up, but we don't need you. We do need you because we need you for our conversations to go to you for advice. You know what I'm saying? But we're the next generation where we impact what comes for our children. You know what I'm saying? And we don't get that type of acknowledgement. Like the president has to be 35 and up to become. Why? Why is it that way? Why can't somebody who who can speak for us and be like, nah? I know what we like. I know what we love. I know where we need to improve in. 
that's somebody who needs to speak for him for yeah, us. And the thing about it is, like, not sixty-seven-year-old men yes. who parents were racist. That's the part that I don't understand. It's like, it's like, and that torch is being passed right now. I think. Yeah, our kid, my, my son, his first president, he's gonna know is Barack. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I think that torch is being passed. So that's good. And that's in every area. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's, it's it's kind of strange to look up now. Like, I'm looking at just everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm looking at I'm looking at kind of the end of you know I saw the end of the Kobe era. Yeah. I'm looking at. Pretty soon into the LeBron era. Like, that's crazy, because first of all, LeBron came in the NBA in 2003. Mm-hmm. First game. It's like now I'm like, I'm getting ready to see the end of his era. Like, this nigga got back problems. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like it's like, it's like, that's, that's crazy. And like, you know what I'm saying? Even like, like look at hip hop, even that, like, people don't realize, like, the torch was passed to like J. Cole and them some years back. In the next, yeah. in the next three to four years, that torch is gonna be starting getting passed again. The question is, it's like who? And that's the thing, it's like who? And it's scary because it's like, you know, I, I honestly, man, I don't want Young Thug to be holding the torch. It's like, yeah, you think about that. I don't want Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I will, I will fish with your country uh, fans. I can't li- I can't have that. But hip hop kind of different because, well, it, the torch is part, is you riding the money with that. But like It's always good to know that Damn you can Have longevity 20 plus years Like a Jay Z mm-hmm. did You know what I'm saying You can Pull an Andre 3000 Andre 3000 drop album Tomorrow's gonna go crazy I'm, I'm waiting You know what I'm, I'm saying To me he's the greatest lyricist of all time Of all time Hands down right. So I, I see like music It's kinda like I don't really see I don't really feel It has an age limit As long as you evolve With your life Yeah but, And the thing about it Is those slots It's very few Like it's very few of them That's the Yeah thing. Like I mean When I think about Those people who transcend With time Those people with his, his Of course Hope Kanye You know uh, Andre um, Nas Yeah Nas Kind of yeah, but yeah. I feel like Nas kind of just take a hiatus on his own time. Like, yeah. Nas kind of like you know. Yeah, I'm, and I'm then sure. I guess you could say Dre yeah. behind the scenes. I mean, cause Dre, uh, you know, I like Dre, I like Compton though. I like the album. Yeah, they, they don't yeah. I'm just talking about uh, I'm talking about Dre The yeah, producer oh, Dre the producer Will always Well I think about The producing is You can do that Till you like 70 Yeah Like you know what I'm saying Like and, yeah. But like the, the front lines And everything Like it's very few Like even like I like was we talking about This the other day Like Conscious rap There's only like Three or four Of those spots At the top Of the top Yeah Who Consciously Like J. Cole um, Dre, uh, J. Cole, Kendrick, Common, um, shit. It's like, I think next up, honestly, I feel like the torch is gonna be fast. First of all, I feel like Chance the Rapper has one of those spots. Yeah, I first feel like all, Chance is the future of yeah, music. Yeah, the, the, the thing, what he's doing independent, independent, first of all, this dude just had a picture with Jay Z and Beyonce. Mm-hmm. He's and, he's, and he's artist. from Chicago. He's an independent, like, you have a Justin Bieber feature. You are independent. Hell, you got a J. Cole feature. <laughs> you got a Big Sean feature. You got a Buster Rhymes feature. Um, did you listen to Surf? Yeah. He got independent. millions of motherfuckers on there. That, like, that's on there. I'm like, I'm, like, I'm still amazed that he's like, I'm like, how the hell is he doing it? Yeah. Like, he didn't, and he had his, you know what I'm saying, his dad, like, worked for Obama's um, campaign and shit. So, like, it ain't like he came 
from a background of just struggling shit. This is what he he had other options, I'm sure. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is what he chose to do with his life. And you know, to see that, I feel like he got one of those spots. Yeah. Earl. Earl. When he want to get spots. serious? Yeah, when he want his that whole group. Like I feel like I feel like. I feel but like but I mean, what they doing is powerful. I mean, they got yeah. a core fan base. Um, I, we got a lot of young art. I love Vince Staples. Yes. He cold. I like his music. Uh, Isaiah Rashad. Yeah. Man. I got on him early. Hey, shout out to my boy, Mick Jenkins, man. Yeah. My boy, Mick Jenkins. John Connor, nice. Yeah, they, they coming, man. Uh, King Mez mm-hmm. is nice. Uh, Justice is nice. Yeah. White boy. He sing, but he cold, too. And, uh... The last question that's, I want to That's another thing. You. The biggest thing I'm scared about this next generation is the the, the stigma of the white rapper. Yeah. It's, that, that's a big thing with me. Um, you know, I give a lot of credit to Eminem because I felt like... They run out, though. Like, um... They don't survive. My thing about it is they only, they only don't survive because they do that to themselves. It's like... Yeah, because they'll put they out try album, so hard they put out an album to do that. And, and they'll be straight hip-hop their first album. Yeah. Get all this love. And then the thing about it is that then they revert back to their style again. Yeah. They do that, and the then they, they're so worried about the whiteness. Like, MG, why can't you just be a rapper? No, MGK's last album is crazy. Like, I, I actually didn't... Uh, well, I heard... Probably about four tracks up there. I didn't listen to the whole thing. It's crazy. Um, it's the number one album too. He beat Game. Like uh, he oh, beat, the, he, the one that yeah, that just dropped. dropped. He beat Documentary Two out. Like Documentary Two, nice. Yes, it's nice. Documentary Two, nice. He even beat that out. It's it's cold. You you'll like it if you listen like, MGK. You'll like because yeah, he ain't like, doing all that. Mm-hmm. He ain't doing none of that shit. He he it's cold. Like, I actually like it. And I don't really. I liked Macklemore at the beginning, but. His comeback now is is the same as when he came. He he has a weird song, and he tries to have weird people on it. Like the, the person I know he had um, Chuck D and Kumo D on there. That's cool. I like that part. Yeah. But like the doubt that I don't know. I feel like there has to be. I what feel the like the fuck is to, that shit? There has to be a separation between. Yeah, and then Iggy Azalea, she fucked herself up. Like, Cause she had a lane, but she started. Talking shit about Q-Tip and yeah, all these yeah. legends and shit. T.I. Like, just was like, I can't. I think the only Ooh, thing yeah. I'm tired of is like, I'm tired of people who know nothing about hip hop being the judges of hip hop. I don't yeah. think I don't think they should have. I'm tired of the hip hop category of the Grammys. I'm seriously like, I'm, I'm I'm like I'm starting to be like I'm over it. Cause it's it's like like I said, like I even said with the generation thing. You got 60 year old people trying to judge what we love. It's like what can you tell? It's like and the thing about it can't. Is, all they do is pay attention to the, the radio and charts. Like, oh, put this Macklemore yeah, one. Yeah, you know oh, what I'm saying? He's, uh, come it's on, like, man. And it, it's just that everybody has an opinion on, first of all, like, if people knew how to see it, like a dude like you, somebody yeah. like me, people who are like hip hop heads, go back, do research, like, listen to, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can tell you the evolution of hip hop. Yeah. Like, I can take this back to the 80s. I can take this back to Sugar Hill Gang. I can, I can show you the evolution of hip hop all the way up until now. Right. I got some. I hate when I have like I have some suburban kid like sitting online trying to tell me what real rap is. Yeah, I don't know. Like what? Like what? Do I can't. You know? I like, can't even entertain it. <laughs> like, I can't entertain you, it. And the thing about it is, like, I have all these people. Like, you have all these people talking about what real rap is. Yeah. Like, there's a group. We'll say no names. Of thirty-year-old guys from Chilla Coffee, Pekin, wherever they're from, that supposedly claim that they do real rap. 
from peeing is like the coffee? First of all, like, just because you rap about your personal struggles does not mean that it's real rap, number one. First of all, the thing about it is, like, when you wear graphic t-shirts with skulls and you wear a mask, that's not that that homicidal stuff, that did not come from us at all. No. People gotta understand, people need to understand where their origins come from, you know what I'm saying? I don't like that. I'm like, hey, that is not, that was never hip-hop. That was never, you know what I'm saying, that was that was never from our... Say that's your style of rap. (laughs) Rap and hip-hop are two different things. I was like, I was like, we don't think skulls are cool. We don't put skulls and stuff. We don't, like... I don't even... (laughs) I don't think motherfuckers tap that shit on That's, you know what I'm saying, like, and the thing about it is, like, people, like, I'm just, I'm I'm tired of that conversation, you know what I'm saying? I had that conversation on tap the other day. I was like, man, I'm tired of people trying to tell me what real rap is. I was like, bro, like, I was like, I know what real rap is. I listen to the roots. I, I listen to most deaf, like you know what I'm saying. Like I listen to like I can tell Gale you, what, soul. yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> like I can Bone tell you what, what real rap is. Like, just yeah. ask them whenever you had that problem. Just ask them. Do you know who uh, Rough Riders was? <laughs> if they say no, you ain't got to talk to them. Have you ever heard the Purple Tape? Like, you know, they don't know what the Purple Tape is. Alright, Sayonara's. We not even gonna have a conversation. You know what I'm saying? So and it's like just that stigma, man. I'm just. Really, in today's generation, I think that's one of the really the hardest things because it's like I put it like this: I'm gonna like I'm gonna be real, I'm gonna be 100 with anybody. Like it's cool to be hip hop until it's really time, until it's really time to embrace the culture. Yeah, because the culture is just not music. And the thing about it is, like, like people like, and the thing about it is, like, you know, hip hop is probably the most dominant form of music in the world right now. You know, I've heard people rap in probably about every language imaginable. Russian, German. Yeah, Japanese, I've heard it, um... Mexican. I start here. I, I pay attention to that stuff on um, all the Fast and Furious. They, they, they be having rap um, all different wherever they at. Chinese and all that shit. And sometimes I wish, like, I wish I could go back. Sometimes you just wish you could go back to, like, the early 80s. Back when the, like, the first dude started doing it, like, on the street corners. Yeah. And, like, I wish I could tell them, like... Do you understand that in the next 20 years, what you're doing right now will, like, dominate the planet? Mm-hmm. That probably look like, nah, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, we just a bunch of niggas on the block. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that was thinking They was trying to be just the best in their neighborhood on their streets. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, like, that was back when rap was literally, like, the most simplistic. It was, like, they was rapping about, like, fire hydrants and, like, yeah. stuff that they saw, like... Yeah, just to see how, like, like, we evolved... Like if Kendrick Lamar came back then, they'll be like, "You suck." Yeah. And, but they'll be like, "Yo, he got words." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? So like, even with um, what's that dude name? When Rakim came, he was ahead of his time. Tell Rakim. Oh, oh no, like Rakim was like. I remember the first time I ever I saw Rakim like on like on uh, on TV before I ever even knew who he was. I heard his music and I automatically like was like I want to be that dude. I didn't even know who he was. Like <laughs> he gym. had a song. He had a song on 2K. He had a song on 2K and I was like, let me go listen to this. This dude, his imagery, like yeah. he was like that's like that's hip hop. Like that's like. It was like that flashy over the top, like and then like just lyric, lyrically, like I said, ahead of his time. Oh, and uh, last question before we go. One gotta go. I'm naming four things. 
documentary, chronic. Um, damn, 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 damn. What was that? Give us die trying and uh, um, reasonable doubt. <laughs> One gotta go. One gotta go. One gotta go. Documentary, the chronic. Get rich or die trying to reason about. Yep. One gotta go. Okay. I ain't getting rid of reason about or get rich or die trying. I'm sorry. I can't. I can't. The chronic, though? <laughs> and the <Okay>. documentary, though? <laughs> you got Game's Greatest Project. And you got arguably one of the greatest albums of all time in the chronic. I guess I can take reasonable doubt and put it back. Jay-Z's greatest album, the GOAT. Uh, Although I love the Black, um, the Black album is my favorite album. Or Dynasty. I'm gonna have to take out reasonable doubt, but only because there, there, there's so much other Jay-Z out there that I can pull from. Like, if I take away the documentary, I mean, they ain't got some work, but, like, that... He ain't got nothing like that. That, they ain't yeah. gonna go touch that. Like, yeah. I Year of the Wolf was fucking terrible. Yeah, yeah. That. So you, you're gonna take out reason doubt. <laughs> oh, man. Now, me... I'm gonna take nothing. Uh, <laughs> no, like, I'll take out documentary. Yeah, like... Only, only because... Out of them, he's my least favorite. Yeah. I could live without the documentary. Like, I can't live without the chronic. I can't definitely can't live without Reasonable Doubt. And um Get Rich Die Tron was the first album I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Rap wise, the very first musical album I've ever heard. No, yeah, was um and I don't know if it came out before Get Rich Die Tron, that's why I don't know. Was Confessions by Usher. Oh yeah. Yeah. Classic, but go ahead and uh, you got any upcoming music coming up? Um, yeah, I'm planning on dropping. I can't really say what it is right now, but it should be coming fairly soon. Hopefully, uh, the next couple, couple weeks. Just like a tape? Um, not a tape, just a couple, a couple of singles I'm dropping. Uh, right. Hopefully, hopefully a video coming pretty soon. Yeah, and go ahead, you can go ahead and plug your info. Um, you can uh, follow me on Twitter at Lamar Trace. Snapchat, same thing as Lamar Trace, and Twitter, same thing as Lamar Trace. I love my name because, like, nobody else got it, so it's always me. Yeah. (laughs) All right. This is Kojak. This is the follow-up podcast featuring Lamar Trace. Man, we out.